I did. Wah, wah. I corrupted him badly. Great. Now I have to forget math. Karen's a jet. No, we said you're not talking about that today. We're not on the show yet, are we? No, we are. We're just recording the intro where we pretend we don't know we're being recorded. And then someone says, who are we recording? And then the show starts. I think our audience is going to actually eventually figure it out. And I, I don't think they're, they're going to start punching themselves in the nuts every time you <laughs> yeah, say yeah, Karen's yeah, a jet. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just saying. And if they don't have nuts, they'll find someone else to kick them, punch in the nuts. You know what they Do you want like to have hear? that blood on your hand? Uh, Karen's jet. No! It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. Welcome to episode 25 of Blair's Status Weekly. This is what? June 1st. Buried this is June 1st alive. Buried alive. Thank you, Con. On the special Star Trek classic edition of. <laughs> Of Ricardo Montoblans. Of Peter's impersonations of Star Trek movies. Here, let me do uh, Star Trek Generations in uh, five seconds. Oh, please do. That wasn't five seconds. What's after that? The fat bird is back! Oh my god, it's right there. No, he he just comes and he's like, hey, what's up guys? Let's talk about games. So uh, yeah, June 1st, what's up? Oh wow, it's still raining in Portland. Yeah, it's lots of good gaming time. So it is, I'm, yeah. I'm, I assume that both of you have been playing something. So uh, I yes. have. What have you been playing, Peter? Well, I have been playing a lot of portable games in the last few days because I just portal. I wonder what portable portable. I, I went to Vancouver, BC for a business trip, and uh, how was that? It was fun. It's a beautiful that city. That bird is shit. Yeah, birds poop, Andrew. Not outside Everybody my poops. Okay, get over the bird. Everybody <laughs> who's listening to any of bird. our podcasts has heard about the bird like five fucking times now. <laughs> yeah, it's a bird. It puffs itself up. It sits it, on your butterfly trees. No, I thought it was my uh, Ricardo Montalban banana. Okay, give up on the Ricardo Montalban too. Is it because the uh, banana tree is made out of rich Corinthian leather? It's the banana butterfly rich tree. Rich Corinthian leather. I can't remember what we used to you say guys instead have, of... Like, are, are, like perfect Banana. examples of obsessive compulsive disorders. <laughs> rich Corinthian leather. I can't finish I the podcast like until this... I say rich Corinthian leather five fucking times. <laughs> well, there's a bird there. There's a bird there. Have you seen the bird? It was Lexus from a. It, no, Cadillac? no. It was a. It was a, like a fucking Chrysler ad or something. Was it? Okay. Oh, it wasn't for anything good. I know that. It was for the 300C. So, uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of portable games. Uh, I brought portable took along games. my. PSP, and I've been playing God of War Chains of Olympus, which uh, very does an extremely good job of taking the PS2 version of the game and making it good, making a portable version of the game. It was it's awesome, honestly. I, I enjoyed the game. Why? Why do you like portable games? Well, I like... What? Why do you like portable games? They're small. It's on a PSP. Yeah, and it's fun. How come you're not playing them on your Android phone? Because Seriously. I don't like any fucking phone games. I've so, yet to play a single game on any of the phone platforms that I enjoy. But you have uh, a trackpad, the, the rollerball. Yeah. That should be really good for Pong. No, it's really good for Pac-Man. So well, I, I did have one question. Uh, yes. With um, God of War, uh, now for me, when I've played it, and the parts that I've enjoyed, you know, of course, uh, center around not the puzzles in the game because everyone hates those. Or at least should, uh, but the the visceral eviscerations. Uh, oh yeah, they're uh, still there. Now, does it so translate it well to the small screen, yeah. or do you do you lose something? Um, compared to God of War three, you lose something because God mm. of War three is 
PlayStation 3 and it has the entrails falling out and all that sort of thing. But uh, apart from from the PS2 versions, it's just as it's pretty much just as gory. What's it uh, rated? M. Okay, I did not. There's a sex mini game in this one too. All right. Oh. Yeah, it's this. Uh, so it's smaller Barbie dolls having sex. Yeah, it's this white candle that splashes white white melted wax around as you sexify. Well, that's, <laughs> that, that is really the two women. <laughs> yes, I know their their ideas of sexuality in this game. Of course, not infantilized at all, like we were talking about last <laughs> not week at all. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. You run around decapitating people, and there's the killing of the innocents, like in the first God of War. Uh-huh. Is how long of a play experience is it? It's about six and a half to nine hours. No, what? Are you able to do that on one battery charge, or do you have no, to no? Um, actually, PSP how long? How long about a half an hour. I, I've never used a PSP really. The uh, PSP battery lasts anywhere be, depending on what game it is and how much 3D effects it uses. The PSP has three different speed settings for its uh, main pr- uh, processor, and uh, God of War is the first game to use the 333 megahertz setting. So the game literally lasts five hours. Okay, and then the PSP will die. Hmm. What are the other speed settings? Uh, 200 something and then like 100 something. 100 oh. something is usually for the 2D platformer games. Mm. So like uh, Interesting. I could play Age of Zombies. I didn't know that's the how PSP they did minis. battery management on the PSP. Um, yeah, cool. I, I, I kind of looked into it just because I want to see how much battery life I would have on the car ride up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, they uh, a pretty good article about all the different ways the PSP works. Did you play anything else portable while you're up in, in BC? Um, Other than Age the of ladies? Zombies. Age of Zombies no, is a uh, PSP Minis. Uh, basically, Sony, what, what is a PSP Mini? PSP Mini is uh, Sony's version of the small little five dollar games that are out on the iPhone. Okay, how do you buy those? Uh, just through the PlayStation Store, like you buy any game, and online. you can do that directly on the device. Yeah. Okay. You just have to be like Wi-Fi connected, or yeah, you have to be Wi-Fi connected. We okay. were talking about a little bit a uh, while ago about pretty much uh, anything Square that Enix. you buy off the PSN. Yeah. Okay. Square Enix had uh, released uh, a 30-hour RPG for the, the yeah, iPod. For the yeah. iPod. Does, yeah. Do they have it out on PSP as well? No, it's an iPhone iPod Touch only thing. Yeah. Really? Okay. Huh. Which I is weird be because that. Uh, the iPhone uh, in particular is. It's big outside of America, but it's not as big as the Nokia type phones that they have in Japan and all over the world. The, so the Symbian ones, yeah, yeah Symbian, S60, yeah, I, I, something will be seen next Tuesday. Yeah, uh, so Apple has this exclusive title that's not really that's more that's while it's a JRPG, it's specifically for the American and European audience, which is where the iPhone has the highest penetration. Okay. And I meant penetration the way Andrew is taking it right now as he stares into the void. Yeah. He's looking at that bird. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bird. I'm just saying, kiss the girls. Yeah. James well, Patterson. Uh, so also, uh, me and Nick. On that one. Yeah, Nick I, has I one game he's played this week. Uh, he Are played... you done? Is that all you've played? No, no. We're no, moving, no, on, to, moving this on, is on to the more shared stuff. gaming experience. Uh, I know. And... Is that all he's done? That's all I did in Vancouver, BC. And I played okay. a little bit of Red Dead Redemption, but. Indeed. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, me and Nick played Super Mario Galaxy 2. Which is awesome. Yesterday. Uh, I, that's what you're telling me. I don't believe either of you. Um, well, do you remember Super Mario All-Stars for the Super Nintendo? And it came with Super Mario The Lost Levels. Oh, yeah. That which was familiar. Super Mario Brothers 2 back in Japan. Uh, okay. Basically, the whole thing behind that was is they said, hey, we got this thing that we can make a game with. Let's just make more levels for it. Super Mario Galaxy 2 is literally... All the level designers just using the technology from the first game to just kind of make the weirdest shit they can. 
And there is some there's there's, there's more of all the standard stuff that everyone really enjoyed from the first one, such as the feeding stars to the. Uh, there's more feeding stars. <laughs> the strange star that ejaculation alone is worth the worth the price of admission. Just seeing them be filled. But to yeah, the, the levels are kind, are weirder. Uh, they take the whole gravity running around mm-hmm. in circles. Um, there's more there's more tricks now to you know how there'll be platforms that move as you jump in between them. But now you have to do something to make them switch. Um, I forget. Was oh, Yoshi now, in the first one at all? Yoshi was not in the first okay, one. Okay, so they added, added Yoshi. They in. added Yoshi in, and you aim his eating tongue with your uh, cursor. Now I'm trying to remember in the first one who was the second. How did the second character or second player work? Second you player just, like, in the first aimed, one right? aimed around and gathered stars and okay, then shot right. stars at the other guys. Now were you a person? Which was kind of a hassle? No, sometimes. no, you're just this icon. So uh, you're just, just a cursor so, that right. moved around. Yeah. Now when you guys play Super Mario Galaxy Two, it's how the does same that work? idea. Okay, uh, but. But the, ahead, the added benefit is that um, the second player can actually, they by pressing A while they're hovering over mm-hmm. an enemy, they can stop them, and then they can shake the controller to kill them. And uh, so there's numerous places where... So uh, shaking baby syndrome. B- Peter would be running around the level, and I would have literally killed every single... Literally? Literally. <laughs> literally. Uh, literally. Literally? I, I would have killed every single enemy in the area, so he didn't actually have to really contend with them at all. Or, but there's also like puzzles that are a lot easier if you have a second player, as you can stop like bullet bills. You can also really oh, annoy yeah, yeah. the first player yeah. by, by stopping them at the wrong points. <laughs> Actually, Nick would uh, Nick would stop them, so then the one behind it would come up, and they just double team me <laughs> instead of just having <laughs> so to deal with great. one. So great. I find that interesting. So the, the second player is actually fairly useful. Do, do you literally find it? interesting? I literally find it interesting. I hate you, Bill. <laughs> I really do. Um, all in all, it's just kind of. All right, so the first game was we have this mechanic. Let's figure out how to make it work. And now that now this game is all, we know how it works. Let's see what kind of weird stuff we can. Are they going to try for. and build more games like these? Or are they going to do any expansions? Or I have no idea. I mean, no, no DLC on the WiiWare. Well, what, no, what, no, no. There's never <laughs> DLC on the WiiWare. Yeah, that's why I was curious. <laughs> I, did I, did Peter ever I, let you take the reins? Uh, I didn't. I you know uh, I was content doing what I was what mm-hmm. was doing. Uh, to to be honest, has... I'm curious to see how difficult it does get because from my recollections of playing the first mm-hmm. um, Super Mario Galaxy, um, the intro levels for it were much easier than Super Mario Galaxy Two. Yeah, Super Mario Galaxy Two has one refresher level and then they just toss you into the deep end. Oh, okay. They're like, remember how to play? All right. And now here are some things that switch when you move the Wii mode. Yeah, and they they, they did things that the, basically it was running on the assumption that you know how to play already, you mm-hmm. know the controls, and then it punishes you for knowing them. And that's why really? I compare to the lost levels uh, for the American audience. Mario Brothers 2, if anyone wants to get their panties in a bunch. I do. Where it's the entire game is made for people who played the one beforehand. It's okay. not made for newbies. Now, this game does have sections that show you how to get through yeah. stuff for people who are new, but the levels aren't designed for them. They're literally designed... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're pretty much designed for people who played the first game. Yeah, like the example I want to give is that mm-hmm. um, they're one of the levels you open up by feeding stars to a, a little little Luma until he explodes. Um, is this this flip level where uh, every time you shake the the Wii remote, it flips the the, the flooring to a new configuration, and ah, and okay. so quite often you have to flip it while you're in the air jumping from platform to platform, Ooh. and uh, that also kind of goes against your natural tendency to, to flick the controller around to get a little bit more of a floating distance that you mm-hmm. would normally. Yeah. And like, so for instance, Peter was doing a section of that and like, I think twice. Yeah. In just, the middle of uh, middle of a jump that he goes a little bit off, but probably would have been okay. He did the, the, the flick the controller to do, mm-hmm. to, to, to get a little more up, altitude and, just and it, it killed him. Off to my death. 
So it, it is taking advantage of, it, it's messing with experienced players, forcing them to really pay attention to minute control things. And that's really what this game is, is you have to focus on it. Like Especially that seems really punitive because uh, even though this is obviously a motion control game, it's still trying to control literally how you control your hands. Yeah. Um, and that, that use of this literally game was is okay. Because yeah, it uh, was literally. And this game uh, is very generous with the one-ups. So even oh, though is. you die a lot... Um, you, it's not a, a real punishment. Is this one of the Mario games that has a lot of learning by dying? <laughs> to a certain extent, but there's a lot of learn. But a lot of the death is because you misjudged a jump and you went too far over the side. Or it, what's really kind of, I don't want to say interesting or fascinating or literally or anything like that. Uh, but this game's take on player punishment isn't so much as okay, you need to learn how these enemies come at you or how this level works. It's you have to be in control of your character. And if you lose focus, that's what you're punished for. You're punished for not uh, controlling the character properly. Okay. I, I really liked the, the the design of the difficulty of the game. I, yeah. I was really impressed with it. Cause it's been a while since I've seen a game where the difficulty is presented by challenging you to actually do good control mm -hmm. and to plan out and not not, not and the controls are really. good like the game has very tight controls so oh, so it's not it's, it it's, doesn't have that sloppy feel that a lot of wii games do no 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 the, the, the controls are spot on like Excellent. you move you, you move is the this joystick, a wii motion plus game no okay it plays just like the original mario galaxy huh. and like the original Mar mario galaxy it makes you wonder why you aren't using the gamecube controller which yeah. i would want to yeah it, wave, if it wasn't for bird. all that nasty star collection, wave bird. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much, pretty much all the times you die, it's it's not because of uh, the game like throwing something unexpected at you mm -hmm. or like just uh, you know, unfairly punishing you. It is just because <laughs> you have <clears throat> you you've actually messed up. Yeah. So and I, or, I like that kind of design. Or your co-op partner has frozen an enemy for just in time for you to walk I'll in front of it. I only let killed, go, so it explodes. <laughs> I only killed you once. Yeah, because I recovered the other two times. Uh, no. <laughs> that's like, why these no, kind of co-op games are good well that's why I like four players new Super Mario Brothers Wii because then you just the one person who wants to get to the end of level moves everyone forward and then the one person who's played the game a lot like me will just pick people up and throw them down pits <laughs> it's classic so you guys would continue playing you're going to go all the way through together well, well we're going to go all the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that uh, up to you no to I'm out. I just cleared Literally. out world one this morning so or and I'm, I'm not at his house in the morning. That'd be a little weird. No. It's you, the walk you, of shame, Nick. I, I make it's the Nick, walk of shame. No, I'd make him do the hopscotch of shame. <laughs> okay. I am a fearsome hopscotcher. Yeah. You should do the dodgeball of shame. No, that's a little mean. Uh, no, I prefer not. the four square of shame, and I allow baby bouncies. Do you allow bubblies? No, bubblies are gay. It's true. I've always I was always been against the bubblies. I so guess yeah, four square of shame would be best. And then add in Red Dead Redemption. That's all I've been playing. Do we want to? We'll hold. Let, back. Let, we'll come back actually, to that one later. Huh? You think so? Okay. All right. Yeah. Why don't we how go, how go about we come back playing? to that when I've gotten further into the game? All right. So I guess that's that's what you've been playing, Nick. Yeah, that's it. I, I've been doing other things. So Nick's been, been playing, playing this game. What? No, no, no. What was the game you said you were playing, Nick? Unemployment. And uh, what level are you on? I'm on level one. Uh, job searching. Okay. Oh. Uh, actually, I'm fun. almost a level two looking through dumpsters for food. <laughs> <laughs> level three, sleeping on Peter's futon. Level four, sleeping on Peter's you futon, trying not to get molested. <laughs> well, that's just a given. Level number five, sleeping on Andrew's futon and getting molested anyways. That's because that's how we roll. I know. It don't come cheap. No, it no, don't come no. cheap. I know what you need. Oh, I was going to come up with another level, but that was just that was just bad. It yeah, was, it was a gross level. It really level. can't go anywhere 
good from there. No. It, no, it, it just... Uh, Not where any listener would want to it, hear it. It could only go to kiss so, the girls. So, uh, eventually, because, level because 10 job he didn't think he was going to get. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so... Uh, so, due to my lack of, of of game playing really this week, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I have been playing Red Dead Redemption as well. Wow, thanks. You just crashed the program. Really? Okay. Yeah, if you really, really loud, it thinks there's feedback. So, no honking. Thank you. My bad. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Plus, it sounds really bad on the recording. It sounds horrible. I know, but we did that last time. So that's fine. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> We just discovered the fine line between what we find amusing and what someone who's listening who's not here would find amusing. God, I hate these bastards. You're so fucking loud. (laughs) Well, they already hate us. We have a redhead. That's true. He's ginger, no soul. You can't see that over the internet. Yeah, you can. You can tell. You sound like a potato. You can tell by your voice, Nick. You sound like a potato. Especially when you talk like this. Baby, you don't even know what it sounds like. (laughs) So, Andrew, what have you been playing? Red Dead Redemption. Cool. Alan Wake. Yay. Uh, which I'm I'm really liking. We talked about that last week, and uh, I've only gotten to play just a little bit since last week. But probably close the deal this week, seal the deal, un just get all the done. Are you, pre- are you predicting any more twists? No, I think I think I hit the big one, and the big one is big. Which episode, in, in which episode of Ellen Wake? Wake. Oh, okay. Oh God, I I haven't changed since last week. I'm in the same episode we were playing right before we you recorded really last start, week. Start changing yourself more often. I'm trying I can to change. smell you from here. I know. Oh, God, I keep defecating in oh, my pants. That's what that smell is. <laughs> I like it. It makes so my, almost done. Almost. I'm getting there. Now, is there multiple difficulty levels in that? Uh, I believe there are. Yes. When you start the game, I think you can choose like normal, hard, and nightmare. Alan Wake. Yeah. 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 We yeah. chose now, normal. Now, do, will that add in um, more than the two um, monsters? Uh, no. Uh, nope. Oh god. It just it just takes it longer, probably, for them to get uh, un undarknified by flashlight. And I also more wonder bolts. if maybe they don't toss you as many batteries. Probably because you know, I remember like, by the end of each level, I had like twenty of them. Uh, yeah, I'm very very. Frugal? Yeah. Niggardly with my battery usage. You called it. You called it. Peter. Yeah, I know. I know. You really did. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently there's a bet going on here. Yeah, there it is. It really was. <laughs> it really was. Not kidding. Uh yeah. So continue. Uh yeah, racist, I'm I'm very capricious. Fuckhead. I'm very <laughs> capricious with my use of batteries in that game. I'm I'm always actually very You should uh, hear Andrew go off about Orientals. God, I love them. Rugs? <laughs> Those two. Yeah. Uh, in in all these kinds of games, I always try to keep my ammo usage to a minimum because I never know what I'm going to expect. But this game is very different. Alan Wake kind of expects you to use everything you're given the moment you're given it. For example, you finish episodes, you lose the weapons you had a moment before. Yeah, does, does every that frustrate because it's like, like, it really breaks the realism? I honestly know? think it's set up that way because of what we were talking about last week. Yeah. This was originally going to be all DLC, all individual yeah. episodes, and they just package them all together that on one disc. Me I don't think there's literally the memory logic, literally, to keep the save game information from episode to episode to flow over because you finish an episode with a flare gun and 18 batteries and you've got one at the beginning of the next one. I wish they would make Max Payne 3 instead of whoever Rockstar has. It's coming it. soon. Yeah, but it's not from Remedy. Who cares? So, it's so, so here's it's the thing that Max from, Payne three from you know. But having said this, I'm going to say something that I haven't actually played Alan Wake. Um, I, my feeling is that I would really actually mess up some of the the horror elements to know that have that artificial. Oh, I'm starting over from from, um, from scratch again mm-hmm. every single time. 
kind of added to the tension, honestly. Uh, because I mean, like the restrictions on what you can do. Because yeah, the game I can see I, that. actually it makes sense that you don't have your stuff because the each episode takes place at night and there's a whole day section in between each episode. And he just happens to be like, well, I'm sure nothing bad will ever happen again. Yeah. Let me he, divest myself. Even of though, everything well, you I have to use. admit when you get arrested by the cops at the end of the first episode, it's kind of hard to keep all of your shotguns and flare guns afterwards. Yeah, but that only happened once. Well, I only played up to episode yeah, two. It's, but even, yeah, you still so should. I, I guess I can say, as long as there's a ex- reason for it, if, if there's a plot, episode, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, if there's a plot mechanic for it, sure. But just you kill somebody and then you move on. Yeah, it's no heavy. bullshit. It's heavy. You're driving a truck around. you ever around. carried a shotgun around, man? I have. I have. Have you actually carried a shotgun around, or are you mistaking reality for Doom again? Uh, Doom. Okay. I've carried the BFG the around. Pocket, uh, pockets in that game. I know. BFG. BFG. I carry that all the time. Yeah. It's really light. Yeah. The green book. balls. It's a good book. Yeah. Figures. You know, that's the ZF. Are you right or French. left? <laughs> I hang right. All right. Uh, anything else you're playing? <laughs> I, I played Sid Meier's Pirates again this week. Yay! We talked about it sometime recently, and I was sitting there having it, it, just got my new Windows 7 installed done. Can I just say this? Can I just say this? It is probably one of the no. best portable games ever made. Okay, maybe. I haven't played it portably. Oh, I found news this week that you are going to love. Karen's Jet? No, but it involves one of your favorite RTSs of all time. Total Annihilation, the way they programmed it, it do- whatever resolution your monitor set at, the game supports it. Yeah, sure. No, I mean, it'll run at that resolution <laughs> natively. So if you have a big 30-inch monitor... The like original 2000- Total Annihilation? Yep. Okay, yeah, it uses Direct3D. Most games do that. No, actually, Direct3D games will still stretch. It supports widescreen and everything. Most RTSs I've ever played can... In fact, even Homeworld 2 could do 1920 yeah, by Because that's 3D. Uh, Total Annihilation was done with bitmaps, dude, remember? It doesn't matter. It just zooms out and shows you more. It, a lot of RTSs work that way. Mm, not not yeah. the same way. No. Yeah, I play more RTSs than you. No. Science. So um, are you guys going to sumo wrestle about this one? I well, thought he'd have good wrestle. news, but... Uh, wait, wait, I'm wrestle. telling him something that I thought he'd I, like, and then you got all attitude about it. I already he, knew that. He does have a point. He was giving that to you as a gift. It was like, and hey, you're I just know like, I hey, may have hurt your and feelings. And you're like, you know what? Fuck you. Well, yeah, fuck you. Fuck and, you for good news. And, unless you're going to tell me Karen Sajet is a real woman, she wants me. I don't care. Karen Sajet's a real woman, she wants you, and she's outside. <laughs> Hours How later. many hours did you work on the clown laugh as a child? <laughs> uh, most of my formative years. So what? Are we, what's the next section? Well, no, I'm not done. I also played Gears of War 2 and finished it off with my wife. That was fun. We never finished it once. Okay. Now we have finished it. I don't have much to add to that. <laughs> it, was it cover-tastic? Now the it game is over. Cover-tastic. <laughs> I, I kind of expected more. I don't know why, because it's an epic game. Yeah, it's. But did you expect anything other than a bunch of manly men shooting things? Yeah, I I kind of expected <laughs> why something. Did like, you enjoy even, the guy wondering the what smallest you know, narrative moments? At, at this point, nothing, for nothing. many of the pop, many of the successful popular game franchises, I don't expect anything beyond I masculine do. guys shooting things. I, I, I really don't. Well, I just don't expect it. Alan Wake, epic. Well, especially for well, especially from epic, yeah. But now we finished it, and okay. it wasn't so now, as scary now, as Sean now thought it would be. Just checked off. Yeah, it pretty much is. My bucket list has moved forward a couple of inches. <laughs> Gears of War 2, bucket list. Wow. That's called a golf clap. It needs to be closer to the mic, like right in front of it. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. You're let's talk about let's, David Boreanaz is our next topic. Great uh, or greatest uh, video game actor ever. 
I think that we have better things we can talk about. Yes, much better things. Like Red Dead Redemption, round table, turbo elimination round. Or did we want to wait on that until... Uh, I, I kind of want to wait on that time. until I actually get through it. Because oh. right now... So we, like until another point that's what we in were time. Saying. That's not, what we said I earlier. just thought we meant later in the evening. No, not no. Later. I said until I had played more of it. And then you I didn't chose hear to that part. That. I was probably talking on top of you. Or thinking about Karen Sajet. You were probably masturbating to Karen Sajet. Well, I'm doing that right now. I will point out that people who were not listening to the podcast <laughs> back during discussing the, the, the everyone <laughs> knows thing, I love Karen they're just, Sajet. They're just going to assume, wow, Karen my, Sajet. My just Facebook like some girl you Karen Sajet's a character from the Homeworld series, and Andrew has a mad boner for her. That's yeah. all you need ever need to know. We she, should actually just start. No, you're not talking about it. She's anymore. like What's Kristen Bell subject? and Jennifer Garner. What's our next we don't, okay, so we don't really have any news uh, because this is There's the no, lead up to E3. Yeah. yeah, the major thing, and maybe we could get your perspective. We talked last week about the major shakeup at Microsoft, which is from the largest in- industry news we've had in a long time. Robbie Bach, Jay Allard, the guys responsible for the Xbox and the entire division Xbox Live. Do, Zoom, do you want gone. my honest opinion? Yeah, you don't um, care. Well, there's that. Actually, I'm surprised it didn't happen like two years ago. Why? Because they had good ideas. And Microsoft seems to have this culture of if Steve Ballmer doesn't think what you're doing is worthwhile, you get kicked out. Steve Ballmer originally didn't like the Xbox and still went ahead with it anyway. That's why I'm surprised they didn't get kicked out earlier. I just I think it's sad. It's disheartening for the industry, especially because we have consoles that are controlled by three companies. And it seems like only one's progressive, and that's Microsoft. And they just lost the, the two greatest nights they had in the entire organization for this platform. Yep. And uh, so... Now it's Sony's ball to fuck up. I, I really think it's Valve's ball <laughs> I think, to fuck I up. I don't think Sony ever stopped fucking up that ball. No. Keep fucking that chicken. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, it's just uh, there's some corporate politics that we're not all privy to. And well, I think we have the biggest thing. It sounds like Jay Allard left because the courier wasn't made reality. And Jay, uh, Robbie Bach was fired because he lost the HP mobile account. There you go. Yeah. It's just sad. Yeah. It's sad. It, I, the world I, continues to turn. I know, but it's like Miyamoto being fired from Nintendo. <laughs> it really, in my yeah, mind, it, it really it, is. It, it kind of, kind of. To Obviously, extent, different, yeah. but he's Miyamoto's not responsible for the platforms, yeah. which I would say is more important than the content. To a, yeah, to an extent, yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just. Sad. I, I, I I've, was, I've had more time to reflect on. I it. was I made disappointed, a, but ultimately, I was surprised it hadn't happened sooner. So. I made a uh, a Facebook fan page for Jay Allard supporting his end guy Kroll picture with him and the dreadlocks just showing my love and my respect and my root. And I, I sent him $100 through PayPal and he hasn't responded back. Okay. So what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> oh, yeah, my bitch fest. <laughs> yes, yeah, okay, like, the so, bitch so, pit. I'm yeah, a bitch, bitch pit. pit. So I was at uh, Fred Meyer. Fred Meyer, if you guys don't know, if people out there in podcast It's called Kroger land, in the rest of the country. It's called Kroger. It's uh, kind of like a smaller Walmart, I guess you'd. College. It's kind of like a larger supermarket that sells home electronics right. I and was clothing. At, I was in the uh, electronics section looking at video games, and I saw. Why that would you do that? Because I was there buying food. So I, I was sitting there, and I was. Uh, I noticed that Patapon Two for the uh, Sony PSP. Patapon Two being uh, a strategy rhythm game. Oh, that's right. I, I forget about the original Patapon. When did that first? The first one came out in like 2007. Okay, and the this second one, one came last out year? Like last year. Yeah. Okay. It's a very good game. Mm-hmm. My my bitch fest isn't about that, but I saw it was at the store. It was six ninety nine, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh shit! I like I read heard good things about Patapon. Yeah. I heard good things about two. I'm gonna get it. And you bought it, and there's no disc. There's no disc. The game. Wow, I guessed. Yeah, no, no. Okay. The it's a game case that you <laughs> open up. There's the manual, the place for the disc, 
and the online code you go to the PSN store to buy it through. Are you serious? So th- I got a game box, the manual, the registration card, Whoa. and the download code for the game. Is there supposed to be a disc? No. It's Are you the, sure? Like now, it was it was new. Sell now if you go now, I don't know if they still do this. If you go to places like Best Buy or uh, Fry's, you can buy the game cards for the games on the PSN. So like instead of having yeah. to put twenty dollars uh-huh. in the PSN, you can just get the card and go. Yeah. But at some point in time, and I don't know if they're still doing this, you had the the coupon for the online game came inside the actual UMD box. Uh-huh. <laughs> God, that's so wasteful. So right now I have this. Well, UMD. not only that, but it seemed what what if you buy that and you don't have access to the information superhighway? Yeah, it's You're it screwed. actually says on the box you need to have a Wi-Fi and a memory stick with a certain amount. Oh, of Oh well, then I don't thing. feel so bad. Okay, but I didn't see that. It's on the back. Yeah, it was really well. Weird. Everything's on the back. It was really weird. I like I bought it. I opened it up. I was going to toss it in my PSP, and there's the download code looking right at me. In your angry brown eye. In my angry brown eye, yes. It's more of a spitting brown eye, actually. That's true. It's leaking. Uh, so I just want, kind of wanted to bitch about that. It's okay. I guess that I now have over. this giant plastic box that I never that needed to, really to begin with. Bullshit. Yeah, I just, I can't, it, this kind of stuff reminds me of you remember the old CD uh, pa- music CD packaging? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there is just a ton of packaging for nothing, really. Yeah. Well, it kind of reminded me of what happened to PC games before they moved over to the small plastic boxes they're using mm-hmm. now, the d- mm-hmm. pseudo DVD ones, where you got the full size cardboard box, and inside was the little disc holder, and that was it. Like there was no manual or anything. <sighs> Drove me. It insane. just had all that packaging to keep the CD from shaking around in it. I, I, whenever really... I got that kind of stuff, I always thought, well, how much cheaper could I have got this for if it didn't have all this packaging? Yeah, and yeah, that's definitely. And while I got the game for six ninety nine, so I got it for a dollar less. Got it for six fifty nine. You could no, have got, got it for three dollars. I got it for a dollar less than it's on the PSN. It's okay. on the PSN oh. for seven ninety nine. That's sad, but. Hey, we'll spend some money making a box and shipping it around the country, and we'll cut you cut a dollar the price. Off. Yeah. yeah, and Jesus. but ultimately, I did what I could have done without ever having to gone gone to the store. Yeah, for yeah. something that I thought was actually going to be a physical That's, copy. Is that how they're doing a lot of PSP games now? You know, I think enough. I, I do you honestly, buy, how many PSP games do you buy a uh, year, a day, a week? Well, considering I've only had the thing a year, I bought four. <sighs> That's not bad for a portable. I bought them I all off. I bought them all off PSN. Well, except for Sid Meier's Pirates, which isn't on there. It's on your. It's on. It's a UMD. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, since it's the only game I've seen like that, and I looked around really on the internet for it, I think they did it just for Patapon too, huh. and everyone got mad. But if they're still which, doing it, Sony which, knocked that shit off. You know, I, I find this really humorous. The people that are complaining, oh, God, I have to go and download it, are complaining on a bulletin board on the internet that they have to go download it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, but I mean, if at the time, the only way to get it was to buy the the box. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to make people buy a box, don't yeah. give me the game. No, I, Put I, something I, yeah, in the correct. freaking box. Although I do appreciate the expanded battery life that you get without having to have anything moving in the system. Does that change battery life on the PSP significantly? Oh yeah. So God, so when I said God of War on it has five and a half hours, it's uh-huh. like four if you actually have the disc. That's just sad. Wow. That's half of like a phone, like a smartphone. Um, wow. Actually, if you just sit there and play one of the 3D games on an iPhone, it'll drain the battery pretty quickly. Oh. 
If you play it for like two or three hours solid, yeah, it'll yeah, I've played the Settlers for two or three hours in the car driving back and forth between Portland. I don't think Portland it's quite as graphics intensive as God of War is. Yeah, you're also talking about yeah. the difference between 3D and 2D. Settlers is 3D. Hardcore 3D with like 20 enemies on the screen that you have to slash your tons way through. Tons and tons High and tons of stuff. Yeah, walking so around, it's a little cutting, different. cutting wood. It's different. <laughs> then there's Har- that general who brings an army. Then that ar- that, no, 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 it's cool, guys. Dude, it's okay. The general, totally brings he brings his, his army. own army. All right. Karen's awesome. Jet. So that, that was our bitch pit for the evening. That was the bitch pit. The first of what I hope is a ongoing series. I think yeah, it will be. You're, you're a, a speaker on this podcast. Uh, e, there will always have bitch pits then. The, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I know you. <laughs> We we all know you. I will, you know, last that's why we, we love you. We did have a bitch pit last week. We kind of did our commentary about uh, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, oh, we did. I thought maybe you guys were bitching so. Them. So next week, I guess it means we'll have the uh, bitch pit we'll counterpoint. Have, we'll have the counterpoint of Peter, who Which, loves Western movies and is who really knows, enjoying. By the RDR. times we get there, whoa, you whoa, might whoa. not have. I the, love Western movies. And yeah, that has nothing to do with that. Nick, you're also a bad person, and Andrew, you're a fucking monster. We've covered this before. Diabetes. All right, so um, before we go down a dark path, there, <laughs> let me make an addendum to the bitch pit. Uh, impulse. I'm having a real problem with impulse. Um, I've only used impulse once, and I didn't have an issue. with I'm it. talking about impulse control and my inability to stop masturbating. No, I'm talking about impulse from Stardock. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I know. I just thought it would be funny to I was have impulse a, engines. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what this mythological <laughs> impulse is. That's my TIE fighter. Oh, those are ion engines. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dick. Twin ion engine, bitch. Yeah, God, didn't you <laughs> oh, play? Oh, God, I'm didn't sorry. I didn't remember that. Good Lord. Nerd. Anywho, uh, Impulse I'm having a problem with because it takes forever to download shit. Like, far, 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 That's far more. That's because Valve is clogging their tubes. I think they are. I think, I think, I think uh, Greg Bordello. What's his name? Greg, Greg Bordello? I don't fucking know, Andrew. You're the only one who pays attention to names. That's, I keep getting that. It, developers, they're they're all like they're all hosed <laughs> it, to me. And you you all talk about it, and you talk about it like you know all of these people. We go to the same dinner parties, like like Calicanus or whatever, yeah, whoever's Calicanus, whoever's the head of that money pit, Mahalo. As soon I, as they actually invite yeah. us to things, like give Nichols. us free things, then totally I will call them by their names, as you should. Brad until, Wardell. Uh, but until so then, anyways, they're hosed. What's, to me. You know, so it's funny, just, Brad Brad Wardell. I put in my mind is like George Bordello. So, anyways, <laughs> impulse is wow. slow downloading, and that's bothering you. It's really bothering me, and it's obviously I just did a clean install of Windows Seven for about the seventh time in the last year. Why? Because uh, I changed a bunch of shit. I went from a solid state hard drive back to a one terabyte hard drive because that solid state hard drive has problems. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a different story. Maybe that could be bitch but pit I'm, part I'm... three tonight. God, that bird is still there. I think it has a nest, dude. In that banana butterfly tree? I'll look. You keep talking. Uh, Thank you. It should be pointed out that butterfly trees are now going to be illegal to purchase and sell in Oregon. Well, aren't they viciously non-native and destroy? Talk about video games! I I barely heard you. You were thousands of feet away. (laughs) Okay, so do you have anything to say about Starduck? Really? I I do. Where are you going Uh, with this? uh, Okay, so I... let's For example, let's use one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, let's let's talk about Settlers Seven, okay? okay? On Steam, all right. I I have a 50 megabit Comcast business connection here. Uh, I hit the install button with Settlers Seven on Steam, and it installs in, in less than 30 minutes. Okay, right. That's that's great. It's a seven to 13 gigabyte game. I don't know how big. It's it's great. It's now, valve. It's ultra fast. Yeah. Now I go and uh, hit install on Supreme Commander in Stardock, and it takes eight 
fucking hours. So it's inferior. Horrible. And here's the best part. So it downloads it and then corrupts it and won't install it. So then I have to do it a second time. Well, so you you've you've successfully made me never want to use this the service ever. But and that's that's the thing that makes me so sad. The service isn't bad. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just something's really fucked up with our servers lately. Well, that would seem to be something wrong with the service. I think we're splitting hairs over how bad we want to dislike this. Okay, so <laughs> let's just go with this. Andrew is experiencing some technical problems with the surface, and it's annoying him. It's what yeah. is tonight's discussion topic, Nick? What is with you just shutting down everything else? You got to bitch about your shit. Because my shit was interesting. A bullshit. And you started talking about banana plants. And until you've been shown that you can be trusted with it, you uh, get shut point, down. Uh, point of order. Um, butterfly plants. <laughs> <laughs> banana tree. Banana hammock. Butterfly tree. Banana butterfly tree. So in any case, uh, our topic tonight, the first in a multi-part series of games in other mediums <laughs> is games that we would like to see be made in the movies prince of persia i, I think it'll be great i'd like to see doom in a movie i think they could get the rock to I, star I do too. in it I, I, he, yeah. dwayne johnson seems like a perfect fit and then with at the, the end they could just do guy. like a five minute well, that, first that person shooter that was yeah. less than 30 seconds and i want to stab you both in your <laughs> fucking throats <laughs> uh, you know jake gyllenhaal really reminds me of a persian prince all so, right so, so let's start so let's, so, Peter. Actually, I want to start with Andrew and see if he can come up with something other than Homeworld. The, the non-relic pro- property. A non-relic a property. A non-relic yeah. property that I want to see as a game? Yeah. Oh, uh, as a, a movie. movie. <laughs> You've already seen them as games. <laughs> wow. You know, I think TIE Fighter would make a great video I game, Nick. Yeah, wow, jeez. I do tacky on the fringe. Oh, good pick. Good Thank pick. You. Now, would you keep uh, yes. Bruce 1,000%. Real yes. quick. Wouldn't it just be Han yes. Solo the movie and then be Firefly or Serenity? I love you. I know. I should be wisecracking uh, Han Solo the movie. I, 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 I'd like to see that. I, I do Han Solo the formative years, young Indiana Jones. <sighs> Did I just blow your minds? Wow. <laughs> you made uh, me... Sh- so, that was so bad it gave me cancer. Do you remember the <laughs> Bruce uh, Campbell TV show in the Old West? Yeah. What was that called? Like the Risco Candy? Was that was that? Yeah, yeah. It was Adventures of Risco. Thank you. It, it was Q Delancey. Q yeah. or the the John Delancey who played Q was <laughs> yeah. his Q, right? Was from his J- Q from James Bond, not the Q from Star Trek, <laughs> but his Q from James Bond. <laughs> I was like, wow. So in in, okay. in this western, well, he has yeah. <laughs> an extra dimensional being <laughs> who just shows up and changes the gravitational constant of the universe. Yes, one one thousand times yes. I believe that for the tacky uh, on the fringe game. <laughs> No, Attack uh, on the Fringe would make a pretty mm. good game. You're, the main character starts out running. Uh, Literally. Uh, starts off doing a cargo mission and then gets the ambushed Kess- and has to build He does the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs, even though that makes no sense. Because a parsec yeah. is a measure of distance, not of yeah, speed. It's between here and the sun. Yeah. I, I like that yeah. idea because, because Actually, honestly, that's an astronomical unit in AU, but thank yeah. you. Um, I like the idea of having more science oh, fiction snap. that's actually deliberately uh, um, funny. There's not enough yeah. comedic science fiction. There's not. Almost always, There's not, almost always all successful science fiction, uh, at least monetarily successful science fiction movies, they are giant epics. They're you know have moments of humor, but they're not indeed like funny. I mean, the last time I really remember a really comedic well, science fiction film, Star Trek Nemesis was yeah, pretty Serenity. Funny. But that's still more towards the Firefly. Firefly in, in was, was Star comedic, Trek Insurrection. But Serenity was not. Star Trek was Insurrection was shit. 
But it was funny in a different kind of funny. Yeah, it was funny in the way Wing Commander the movie was funny. Is is a space comedy. Didn't Pluto Nash cost like $200 million to film and made $3 million? But but there's really not enough... uh, Why that bird is going to town? Non... Non, I closed the window the shade for a reason. Space opera, see it. Um, science fiction. I, I th- I'd like to see good... Take uh, on the Fringe would be a good movie. Yeah, I'd like I mean, a it, nice it spaghetti could, science core, fiction western. But it, yeah, it would be a, a spaghetti space western. Which I, I only recently found out a spaghetti western was like a specific kind of cheap western. Yeah, they yeah, were all shot in Italy. Italy and all the Hispanic cheap. dudes were played by Italians. Well, no, they were actually shot in Spain, usually helmed by an Italian director starring an aging uh, American actor. Yeah, but well, yeah, thank you again. They were also shot in Italy, dude. They were shot in no, places. They weren't. It was mostly just Spain and Portugal, so anyway, which is on. why people visit the sets in Italy still. Yeah, well, that's not what Wikipedia said. So, boom, I win. Okay. I don't use Wikipedia anymore. I only use Conservapedia. Oh, me too. That. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they have an it, entry. On the front, yeah. Everything you're, you're still back, wrong, though, Andrew. Everything links back to the moral majority. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Uh, so you you would keep Bruce Campbell? I would. Uh, I mean, I don't really remember the other characters that said of Bruce. That, that's characters. it. It's really just Bruce Campbell. It's Bruce and him Campbell in space. Wise about he, yeah. crap that's happened to him. Yeah, yeah. it's just Bruce Campbell uh, in space. Crap, there's some sort of and, and I think that's fine because uh, movies like that really need to be personality driven. And mm-hmm. he is a bigger than life personality when you give him the space to do so. When you give him uh, when he has the right director, when he has Sam Raimi. That's kind of what I meant, yeah. Yeah. So you're actually, I would like to see that. He because, was the biggest character. Because in how Spider-Man's. would they translate that car that they always have in Sam Raimi movies into space? Oh, I'm pretty sure he could have it on a space station as It'd a relic. Be great. Yeah, he yeah, would just drive around the promenade on Deep Space Nine. No, he could just uh, that yeah, that, that, that car too. alone is why I want to keep seeing more Sam Raimi movies. Yeah. You you all remember Spider Man's one, two, and three starring Tobey Maguire? Bruce Campbell is the biggest character in them all. Mm-hmm. He's the common yes. thread. Yeah, he yes, is. Continue talking co- about beyond it. you know. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's the only guy to successfully beat Spider-Man in the movies. That's true. He is. It's very Nick, true. what game do you want to see made a movie? I'm still thinking. So let's go to you. I'm still thinking. That's why I want Wing to Commander. Go. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I, now, I, I, I do know. a good Wing Commander. Wing Commander, the, the actual movie, the one with, uh, is actually one of me and Nick's favorite, like, all-time god-awful movies. Yeah. You know, well, Gravity and Freddie Prince Jr. and the guy from the Scream no, movies. No, no, no. It Actually, that... Yeah, yeah thank you. Matthew yeah, Lillard. That, what happened That's not really... That's not really what we're talking about. Like, Did he go back to Canada? He's sleeping on his mounds of money that he got from making dumbass movies. Yeah. What a dip. There, there's the scene where the but spaceship's crashed on the spaceship, oh, and they yes. push it off, and it falls. Yeah. I mean, that's more of what we yeah. laugh about. I, or the fact that they're like, be quiet, they, they right could hear the us, planet. and there's space in between them and the yes. enemy ship. Yeah. <laughs> because be they're in water. Why? Because <laughs> they're in water. I don't and, know. And, and it, yeah, it's sonar. Yeah, yeah duh. No, that, actually, I kill think... Kill cats. I think that movie should stand on You're a kill Rathy hater, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I, I hate the pussycats. I have one <laughs> that I'm going to start out with, and I probably have a second one if we have time, um, depending on. Uh, and this is partially a criticism of a game that's currently in, of a game movie that's currently in development, and what I thought they should have done. And that is, I don't think they should have made a World of Warcraft movie. They should have made a Yo, Diablo. I think that's going to be fine. Ooh, that would have been good too. I disagree. It should okay. start Matthew. So, Lillard. so let, let me present my case first. Okay, and I'd love to hear your criticism. So, my problem: uh, World of Warcraft movie. Can it, I just start out with my criticism? I just <laughs> yeah, don't like Diablo. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> wow, you are a hor- you're banned so, from so this here's, place. Here's this the holy thing. Ground. I understand why they're going to make a World of Warcraft movie because a lot it'll, of people money, play money, World of Warcraft. Money, money, yeah, money. And, and it'll print money. But, but no matter print, what, it's going to disappoint uh, fans oh. because it's either going to be alliance or horde centric. It'll be alliance centric. It's going to be the forsaken centric. Forsaken centric. Yeah. 
Completely. They've got so many lore problems with that universe. That it's going to cause even more complaining. But they and have a lore master on staff. Yeah, they, they have, have a problems. lore master who used to be a sketch artist. And and to be honest, sounds I, good to me. I think it's not going to translate well because it's going to have to be. I mean, it doesn't have to be, but it's likely not going to be in the same art style. Like they have a very advanced, well, specific and, art style. Well, for yeah, they, they even for said Warcraft. that for the World of Warcraft movie isn't necessarily going to follow the canon of the game. Right. No, They've correct. actually stated it, it's that a it's a disparate universe. It. Yeah. yeah, it's its and own that, shard, like a shard of mundane. And, and I want to know who they're fo- are. They going to focus on the undead conflict with Arthas? Are they going to do the I thrall think, thing? Because as far as movies are well, concerned, they, you have something different entirely. Yeah, you have two hours. Instead of like ten or twenty hours, look, I don't think I don't think they can focus on as many. I don't think they can focus on Arthas because he has too much backstory from before the World of Warcraft universe. They basically have to include the events of Warcraft Three, which I don't think would be possible. I honestly think they're probably going to focus on Thrall. Thrall's a character that everyone loves. They've actually stated they're going to have an alliance-centric movie uh, storyline. And, and the thing well, is, it's, it's going to be something new. It's going to be something different. It's actually, gonna, it, it could just be the first war. The yeah, first war. There, there's a lot of options. The Great War. <laughs> However, no, having, that's free having, space. Having said that, I, I think yeah. it's not really optimal to make a movie out of, and I think it's going to cause problems. It's going to run over in costs and delays. So why do you think they need to make a Diablo? Diablo movie? However, they've been remarkably. Um, They've done a very good job of staying on topic with the lore and the background of well, the game. Well, it's because it's such a smaller universe and it's, it's limited smaller, to one town in each. They've well, got yeah. more control over what goes in. You don't, don't have to retcon in alliances. Yeah, you, know, you don't have true. to retcon in a bunch of stuff. Well, it's not stuff. really retcon if you ever talk about it before and then just add it in. It is a very cool um, <laughs> fantasy horror <laughs> universe. Yeah, um, it's I very like gothic. fantasy horror. I, I like uh, that. Yeah. And there's that not medieval enough successful gothic. Medieval I will say I'm actually uh, uh, the, the first Diablo I, I'm game. I'm really on board with that. The first Diablo game I've actually ever been interested apart from that my time spent playing the first Diablo one. Hellscream. Uh, three actually looks kind of cool. It does look cool. It looks awesome. I think we're all um, going to play together pantless. I think that the, the, art, art, I'll, the I'll artistic pantless, direction of the games would actually translate to movies well. Um, unlike Warcraft. And it has uh, a focused well, story. They've also talked about Warcraft is going to focus the art direction like they had the cinematics in World of Warcraft, so not the I, sorry, art style I just, of I the just games. wanted to yeah. say, you know, in Diablo, you have the villain and you have the good guy, which is whatever character you picked. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very straightforward as far as a movie. All right, let's start goes. casting. Patrick Stewart as Kane. <laughs> Boom. Get, <laughs> movie over. We don't even no, have to no, talk no, no. anymore. But Come and stay a while. <laughs> Uh, Patrick wow. Stewart must now be used as a voice for the first five minutes of any game or movie. That's and true. Then his character and then must then be killed immediately off. killed. Yeah. Him and Liam Neeson should just both take turns doing Kane. that movie. Kane. Kane. But yeah, so so um, uh, a, a worthwhile a gothic movie. medieval game. Um, um, horror But your movie. damn turn. I think it would work, work great. I think it would too. There's not many games in that medieval gothic sense. Uh, or movies necessarily. I keep using the term game yeah, for a movie. We, we all are. I just wanted to clarify. Stroke. Right now, I bit my tongue three times tonight. There you go. So, so Peter, you've had this epiphany. Are we not going to cast it? I had a pip- We don't need to. We cast don't need it. to cast it. Well, I just because no. we, we said that said that there's a lot of room they could they could write in characters because no one's aside from the background characters such as Deckard Kane or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deckard, yeah. Kane. Uh, Deckard really McCain. Answer, but... Finish the damn fence. Wow, that was glorious. <laughs> I, I'm in horror. So, so Peter. <laughs> I think a really good game uh, that could be turned into a good, great movie, yes. and it would be they'd have to actually follow the way the game went. Oh, I mean, Total Annihilation just, Kingdoms. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it'd be filled with giant polygonal spiders. <laughs> I'm totally and on it, board with that and, already. And it I would don't get, even don't even say anymore. And, and after it had been running for five minutes, everyone gets really bored and angry. <laughs> I, I've already built it in my mind. Um, okay. 
Resident Evil 4. Oh, bullshit. Now, you don't call it Resident Evil necessarily. It would have nothing to do with the current series. But Resident Evil 4 would make a really good... Uh, uh, horror see, action movie. That's the one with the. That's actually the they're cultists. in Spain. Yeah, yeah, you're fighting the cultists in Spain, and uh, it's that weird. That one uh, I, I watched and I liked because it didn't feel fucking. Retarded it had the nothing time. to do with Resident Evil. That's what was great about it. It had one character from Resident Evil, the and it had nothing else to do with it. Of, of Resident Evil, then it had nothing to do with Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, I guess basically, yeah. It I'd had rather nothing see to do Resident with Evil Five as a movie. Resident Evil 5 was awful. That That's fine. The game was. I'd rather see the dynamics that they built in that game and just the color contrast of white people in, in a dark nation. I think that'd be wonderful to watch. Whoa, whoa, now, whoa. What, what, <laughs> I, I missed something here. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Wait, no. You want to watch an action movie about the white man's burden? <laughs> I, I, I didn't think it was a burden. No, the game they built... The game they built, and you're gonna take this the wrong way, but I think just the yeah, visual any style. Yeah, game with spear chucking enemies in Africa can always be taken the wrong way. Yeah, no. The, which the, game was this? We're doing? Resident Evil Five. Oh. Yeah, they, where they were like in Haiti. I don't even remember. I didn't Africa. Play. Okay, Africa. Sorry, I thought it was Haiti. <laughs> Dark for yeah. No. Okay, because the game that they built, <laughs> the game that they built. <laughs> Should all the zombies be in blackface? <laughs> yes. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you? I sure am wanting some, some oh, human flesh. Oh, lordy, lordy. Oh, lordy, Mr. Kennedy, don't come get me. God, you're not even going to let me finish this, are you? No, because no. <laughs> Just on, no. The, on the outside. The you're, you're, obviously, you're obviously taking this the wrong way. I, no, I mean it in the most do, do purest say, sense say. possible. Uh, <laughs> White people in a dark nation. No, Look, no, no. Peter, no, no. I will remain quiet while you, while you no. build this Okay, up. think about every zombie game we've ever seen. Every game. Every zombie movie we've ever seen. It's a white or ethnically diverse cast against American zombies. It's any kind of zombie. They're okay. all just thrown okay. together. Okay. This is a very unique game. It's in the bright sunlight. It's in the desert. Everything is dark and dusty. And then you have white people essentially versus black people. Now, I, I don't mean this in a racial way. It's just it's an interesting dynamic on how they usually build well, zombie movies. It, it's not so much white people versus black people. It's a white person and uh, the uh, mocha colored sidekick. Who's there purely to? Yeah, I uh, didn't play the game. It yeah. was stupid. No, no, no. The uh, Resident Evil Four, I think, would make a pretty good game. The only reason uh, why I think this would be it made a, a great good, game. I don't yeah, know. I think this would be a great movie because the the uh, look, the actual look of this would be so different from almost any zombie game we've seen, except for one of the Resident Evil movies that they already made, where they're suddenly in the far flung future in yeah, the desert yeah. planet. Yeah, that's that's why I wanted Resident Evil Four because it had nothing to do with the movies, the video games. It had yeah. nothing to do with the zombies. There are no zombies in this. They're actual monsters. Yeah, and yeah. and honestly, I I'm not trying to make this into a racial thing of white people versus black people. I just think the look of something like Resident You're Evil Four. You're thinking more 5, along the lines of those PlayStation commercials where they had the white woman and the black woman hitting each other. That was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm thinking of the specific look of Resident Evil 5. I, I get what be, you're saying. We, we yeah. get what you're saying, yeah. Andrew. Yeah. We're okay. just giving a shit. Yeah. No, that's fine. You give me shit. You, I take it. So anything else you'd want to say about that? Um, Yeah, just Resident Evil 4. I mean, you'd have the guy running around trying to rescue the daughter and then the section where he's running around with her and... Sounds like it'd be a good movie for Uwe Boll to direct. No, God. <laughs> that's Wait, why I said it'd have to be followed he, along with the game. Can he fit that in between Portal or sorry, Portal Postal Three and Blood Rain Four? Does he have enough time for that? He only has one Postal game so far. Oh, did you hear everyone you who download who they caught downloading the Far Cry movie? They've been suing. No. Yeah. Oh, so imagine getting that. sued for F Far Cry. Wow. Sad. Yeah. Uh, did you have another 
Because I have another another game I think would make a good movie. Hit it. Do we have another zombie game about race struggle first? Yeah, no, no, I, I, I think don't. I think that I would don't. be great. Okay, uh, <laughs> it's not race struggle. It's nation. the look. There there are no zombie movies that look like that. Go ahead, Andrew. You mean Nick? Um, I'm just talking to a soulless creature, so I'm just using the first name that comes so, to my mind. So uh, this is another one. Um, Diabetes. Burn. I would like to see a movie version of a Bard's Tale. Oh, that would be good. That would be oh, which one? The original point and click games or the action one with the hilarious? Either jokes? way, they're they're all hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I okay. do Space Quest. The, the, that makes me the PS two one though. I thought was the funniest. Uh, the PS two one was freaking hilarious. Yeah, but I think that'd be great. Uh, comedy fantasy. Yeah, just kind of and it and, and instead so, of making fun of <laughs> but, but instead <laughs> of making but, fun of uh video, fantasy video games like the recent one did, it would make fun of fantasy movies. In can general. we can we have Charlie Sheen as the bard? No, um, actually, that kind of would work. I'd yeah, like Nathan. Was. Uh, no, Nathan Fillion because no, nerds just want to use Nathan Fillion. No, nerds everything. just want to put him in every movie. So I just yeah. want to just start casting him for every film. Nathan Fillion is the guy fighting Diablo. Nathan Fillion as uh, d- uh, the Rock's he's character dreamy. from the Doom movie. He's dreamy. He, of course, he's dreamy. But I, I think I think that would be good. Uh, there have been ham-fisted attempts at uh, lampooning fantasy games. I mean, fantasy movies. Wow, I'm really screwing up on that but there have been ham- no you were right all. about that there have been ham-fisted attempts at fantasy yeah. games too but uh i think that like we i wouldn't like, can you think of a single actual good uh you know send-up of fantasy movies that worked within the genre still no Ooh. i mean yeah that that Ever is quest. the advantage the bard's tale has is where it I mean, was is, a fantasy game that poked fun at itself it was very yeah. self-referential Ever but it still w- existed too. in that milieu yeah um, I, I that was that was one of the things that immediately popped in my head. EverQuest just makes people giggle. You know what make a great movie? Daikatana. Yeah. God no. <laughs> not not the it game itself, but but dramatize man. dramatize what happened behind the development if for we're it. If we go there, we might as well go all the way with Klingon Honor Guard. No, no, Andrew. Make it in the same way of Valley of the Pirates about Steve Jobs and Bill Gates coming up that was on TNT. The guy who played uh Noah from ER was on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So make it like that. Make it like that about the development, and we could have a bunch of B list or, excuse me, D list no, actors okay. playing I, I, nerds. I don't, I don't <laughs> think anyone wants game. to watch the inside baseball video game on video game. No one wanted to see the inside baseball mo- TV show on Apple and Microsoft, but it but was. But they there. did. It made them a lot of money. I know. It made Noah Wiley famous. I think famous. this could too. Noah Wiley was famous for ER. Er. No, this made him fo- famous, wow. sir. I've got, a, I've got another, another <laughs> idea. I disagree. That- that actually might fix your problem with a specific game. Would you like What's some that? water? I think, I think a movie... No, I'd like to cough. I think a movie of this game would, would actually be better than the game itself, especially yeah, yeah. for your perspective. I Tell think Shadow of the Colossus would make a good movie. Oh, yeah. Better so than it is a game. Oh, yeah. Well, pretty much anything would. Who, who do we get to be the woman that just cries and doesn't say anything? She doesn't cry. She's dead. I know. I'm just making fun of him. But I mean, it would it would remove Are you making most of, fun your, of me. It would remove because your complaints about the game, but I didn't while still cry. retaining the, the imagery and such that would make it a, valid, a worthwhile game. I think at one point, because you dislike Shadow of the Colossus, you actually describe that. Not, no, he he is. Yeah. This is what I don't get about Peter. Okay, he's like I I love artsy games and I love games that you know push the envelope on what a game can be. But an actual good artsy game like Shadow of the Cl- God, that was dumb. But it wasn't artsy. But it was. No, it wasn't. It was pretentious. Oh, you mean kind of like No More Heroes is? Yeah. How Mad World Except is? That was entertaining. Except they weren't. Oh, so you're all games are art, but two artsy games aren't art. I've liked all these artsy games. Burn! You guys have no See, crap. we both just have we have Except different I'm taste. more right. <laughs> right. Yeah, my taste is right and yours is based on fallacy. 
<laughs> you guys are horrible, and you can't stay on topic. That's why we're but, going but to get I, married. I do, I do in think Vermont. for Shadow of the Colossus as a, as a movie, it would take like a lot of your complaints centered around that there wasn't anything to do. There was an empty world. <laughs> yeah, but. In in, a, in in that sense, I mean, it, <laughs> you just make it a long, boring, silent film. No, no, no. no. I mean, <laughs> but the, seeing as film is quite often a very visual, uh, uh, um, you know, avenue of, pro- of, of projecting ideas. Uh, by not having all that time where you're running around just waiting to try and find a Colossus, but actually having that that experience of the person defeating this, you know, as long as Michael Bay directs it, yes, <laughs> yes. Now, now I am no, seriously they're, they're, now picturing Shadow of the Colossus <laughs> as a Michael Bay movie. Jesus and you stab Christ. it in the head, just that's basically what happens. Yeah, but there's Except not enough it's explosions. Giant gouts of oil. <laughs> yeah, but this would be explosion explosions. And then like it shoot the princess who's lying there all like pow. Yeah, it would be one of those you shoot a wooden hut that's an outhouse and it explodes like it's full of propane. Exactly. Wood's a very explosive element. You didn't know that. Uh, no, it's completely filled with explosives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys don't have any other uh, other games you'd like to see made in movies? I'd well, like oh, to see Shadow Warrior, just so I could I, see more people oh, pissed shucks. off about the uh, stereotyping in it. <laughs> That's why I think Resident Evil 5 would be the best-looking racist yet not racist game ever. White privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well. This, this, this I, overall topic has gone nowhere. <laughs> no, uh, that we here at Player Status would like to apologize for the preceding topic, and uh, we'll now do something more entertaining. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. We're yeah, still going to yeah. stick with it. Okay. Yes. My bad. Uh, I, I wanted to make a couple of just points here. Points of order. Birds. Rule of order. In fact, these kinds of games like Homeworld. Which I am now turning off Andrew's microphone, which <laughs> no, is the plug for these, it. And your hearing these, aid. <laughs> these, these kinds of games like Homeworld, these kinds of uh, epic uh, civilization spanning games don't work as movies. No, they don't because you can't compress them down into a Exactly. Into a well, that's why we were picking mo- games that you could compress I know, down I, into I movies. just I find it interesting that there's always a topic of like... Th- this game would be good as a movie. This game would be good as a movie. When, when many of them functionally just would not work. The, the thing that I th- uh, that video game movies don't seem to get, and maybe Prince of Persia, they got they got the idea, but America they just didn't doesn't deliver agree. Well. well, yeah, I say you can make a bad movie and still get this idea. Is that when you make a movie based off a video game, you have to make it for the movie audience. The any. The largest built-in audience you could have for a game is if you made a Call of Duty movie, which has 20 million, pe- 20 million people bought yeah, the game. Yeah, definitely. But how many people go see a popular blockbuster movie? It's more than 20 million. Yeah. Uh, not, not with today's ticket prices. There's only about 700,000 people that ever see the biggest movies ever because it costs $700 to watch a movie. Okay. Ignoring Andrew. My point is, is that the built-in audience for video games is always going to be much, much smaller than you need to make a really big, popular uh, movie. That's so why you need to make World of Warcraft. That's just that's still eleven million subscribers, dude. That's still more than most games ever sell. No, I'm just, I'm not debating that. No. I'm debating that the built-in audience for any game is always going to be smaller than what you want the audience to be for the movie. Oh yeah. So what I'm I debating think, you what need I think to the debate people, this. What? I'm debating you need to debate this. Okay, so so go ahead. So <laughs> what, what the guys with Prince of Persia did, whether or not they did it successfully, I don't really care, um, is they tried to make a movie for moviegoers. Yes. To try to yeah, make it. Yeah, yeah. But if you looked at things like Mario Brothers, uh, Doom, 
I'm using Brothers. these serious. I'm using yeah, no, no, these serious no, no, examples. No, 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 these were big films. It, whenever anybody mentions Mario right. Super Mario, Mario Brothers, Brothers. I have to Can we have uh, a moment of silence for Dennis Hopper? No. Uh, <laughs> he just Mortal Kombat, died. Street Fighter. They fill the things with in-jokes that are for the fans that no one else gets. Yeah, correct. Which functionally breaks the movies. Right. Yeah. So you have to... And the reason why um, the guy who, who did District 9, whose name completely escapes me right now, Got the Halo. It's for South Africa. I can't pronounce. Got it. the Halo. Got the right to do Halo from Peter Jackson was because he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do Halo. He didn't want to do Halo the way the Xbox games were presented. Which he wanted I think to is make unfortunate it unfortunate in that specific case. Well, but yeah, but I'm just he wanted to make it this actual action epic movie and kind of distance it from the video games. No video game movie does that. I think Prince of Persia tried. I still think it was probably bad. We never saw it, but. What good video game movies can we think of? There aren't any because they always made them for the audience that played the video game. And the audience and video game stuff doesn't translate well to movies and movie stuff doesn't translate well to video games. What about Silent Hill? Did anyone watch that? Yeah, it wasn't very good. I thought it was okay as a horror flick. It was okay. It wasn't very good. Actually, you know what? That didn't scare me at all. Yeah. That surprises maybe, me. Maybe you don't get as scared and I am as, as you thought you were. <laughs> you're, a fer- you're a scaredy cat. I really am. Are you a ferret? I was going to call him a bad name, but I decided to stop myself. Yeah, That's and good. I thought you were going to say already been, Charlie Brown. We've already been pretty bigoted in this episode. That's so. right. Oh, no kidding. Uh, going to get a call from <laughs> <laughs> several different rights groups. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just we can make these, these pro- proposals for games we like to see turn into movies, but... At the end of the day, if they make it for the game players, the movie's not going to do well. That's why we need to. to make it for that's the why we group. need to actually drill down. We need to come up with a budget. We need to come up with a target market, and we need the cast. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to provide Listen, a prospectus for this. Isn't any cool news? Okay, we're not doing that. You know, I think for twenty billion, twenty million dollars, we get Christian Bale you know, to be think, Mario, I and think, uh, <laughs> I think this budget uh, one hundred and fifty. Christian Dunst to be the princess, and Ooh, uh, who could play yeah. Luigi? Um, Mario Lopez. You can play Luigi yeah, ooh, again. Mario Lopez, yeah. Ooh, I yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking John Turturro. John, oh, he'd make it. And it could be directed by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, I, I was going to call <laughs> Guillermo. John Turturro who is Luigi okay. is one of the best. I was actually thinking Guillermo earlier, but I kept thinking he was. his name is Gilmore del Toro. And you know what? Let's do what they did with Superman Returns. Let's take footage of Dennis Hopper being Koopa and splice <laughs> it into this movie yes. so he can be Bowser again. Yes. Oh, Except he's dead. Well, yeah, but so was Marlon Brando. They did it anyways. Well, I don't care. But Dennis <laughs> Hopper was awesome in in more ways. Movie than one. done, two hundred million. Christian Bale. Look for it in twenty twelve. Yeah, following Batman. <laughs> Christian 3. Bale is I Mario. Am <laughs> I am the Mario. Here I go, <laughs> Princess. I'll save you. I am no, the he, he only talks in what Mario talks. Yeah, what's something else that Mario says? Woohoo! Oh, woohoo! <laughs> Oh no! As long as he does it while discussing uh, the greatest hits of Genesis, I'll be happy. <laughs> Maybe it could be like Red Dead Redemption, where everywhere he walks, he has some uh, diatribe against government intervention in the lives of, of America, <laughs> while having a giant bear slash across his face. <laughs> well, that's a bear slash. We assume. No, we find out in the story. It's. I don't want to know. I want to find out myself. <laughs> it's a ferret attack. <laughs> <laughs> Ferrets are mean. I, I, I'm, that's why I thought you were going to say ferret because I had four ferrets when I was in college. Not fucking joking. For sexual purposes, of course. Yeah, oh, this has gone nowhere good. Kiss the girls. I'm telling you. All it right, goes back to Kiss the Girls by James Patterson. Are we not want to move on to another topic? I think we do, but we need to come up with it. So let's. <laughs> stop. Yeah. 
we'll put the pause on that kabasho. Yesteryearing episode three, take six. Take, take it away, six, Peter. Go. We got two games from yesteryear. Uh, we're going to talk about Dungeon Keeper <laughs> Dungeon from the good folks at Bullfrog. Bullfrog. This is and Peter Molyneux's first oversell. <laughs> <laughs> This, Actually, this is going, where yeah. this is where the student became the master. Yeah, we'll come know, back to that that theme. And then, uh, uh, in this game, you're gonna plant a tree and uh, seed. You'll come back later and see a tree of death. And then we'll talk about the uh, second first person shooter from Lucas Arts, Outlaws, which is based on the Dark Forces engine. Which is based off of a, a spaghetti western. It's a spaghetti western. Not first filmed person in shooter. Italy. They are. Not filmed in Italy. Wow, wow. You, you you were just like looking for fights to start. <laughs> this is less a video game podcast. They were more shot let me everywhere, Andrew. People. It's amazing. I know. I'm just making fun of me. I know. Yeah. Um, oh, this, yeah. I like this. This actually says three game variations. Spaghetti Western. Wait, are we just going to read boxes? Because I can fight you on that. Your dungeon is dark and So uh, I will be just the, the way uh, you like it. I, I'll break the tie here. We're going to start about dungeon, start with Dungeon Keeper yes, from Bullfrog. because we all love and, it and so much. And, said, and now it, I control was, the boxes. It was the first oversell. Now, now yeah. how was it an oversell? Uh, because of the, how he described it. I remember reading an interview <laughs> yeah. in which he was like, so basically you're going to command the forces of darkness. And these forces of darkness, you're going to lead from a small group in just a small cave into a world-spanning underground dungeon compendium in which you'll be able to do any dark, horrific act you'll ever want. And it wasn't true. And it turned out to be 30 missions of making yeah. a dungeon. It was like 20. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like... So it was more like a traditional... Um yeah, it was building slash... The game was awesome. The game yeah. was fun. It was amazing. I loved it. Just the oversell... Wasn't over. Yeah, me the manual there, Nippleton. Of course. Thank now, uh, so, some some things to point out about opening up the box and getting into this is delicious that, Corinthian leather smell. Uh, yeah. Uh, first off, the there are two manuals. One is a story manual. Yeah, too far is, away. It from is the actually mic. a complete short story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ends with the, the main character's uh, death. It's called the dreadful demise of Derek the Dauntless. Yes, one of the first heroes you kill. Yes. Yeah. And the actual full full uh, manual is a it's another one of those old style tells you everything about the game. Well, now you know. Let's uh, actually back this truth trolley up and tell the good listeners who were only born the last thirteen years oh what gosh, this game's yes. about. This game is about running a dungeon. Running a dungeon that so if you played any modern RPGs, you know the dungeons you go into. You're running that dungeon, you're running that. and you're trying you, to stop the heroes. You are a force of darkness. Yeah. You you are you're an the invisible hand. Yeah, pretty much. You are the raid boss in World of Warcraft. You com- command a dungeon, you create the creatures, you build an infrastructure. This is one of those games that you build a base underground by uh, tunneling out and digging out the stuff in, in the mountainside. It's Evil Sim City. Yeah, it basically is Evil Sim City. Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, well, kind well, of. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's more yeah. like some modifications. It's more like yeah. Evil Theme Hospital. Or, yeah, it's I guess that's Evil uh, Theme Bullfrog. It's not really Fill like... Fill in the miscellaneous theme of the game. Yes. Uh, also, another great game like this, which you can find online, theme is Hospital. Evil Genius. Yeah, Evil Genius is yeah. right now on Steam, I think. It was like $2 a weekend ago, or 2 or 3 I or 4 That's off its normal price of like of $5, $7, right? yeah. Yeah, seven seven forty nine. I've been meaning to pick that up. I keep forgetting. You should. Yeah, honestly. You should, literally. Okay. I find it interesting. And uh, so, even though it was oversold, it still was a very, uh, it was a different concept at the time. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking Christ. 
He is allergic I, he, to new ideas. He, he just blew a hole in his arm with that one. Excuse me. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. I'm, you made me funny. fart. It, it was it was a fun and funny game concept. I made you fart? You made me fart. I laughed it so hard. It was really good when you got to torture the imps, though. I always enjoyed oh, grabbing the, your own units yeah, and just torturing so them. Because those were like your builder su- units, right? Yes, yeah. so your support infrastructure. You summon imps by uh, having enough gold and be able to bring them in. And then when you set out activities, like we need to dig out this room so we can turn it into a hatchery for chickens to feed the troops, the imps would go in, knock down all the sections. As you increase power, the imps would uh, get better, stronger. I think you go from like level one to three on the imps. Yeah. And at the highest level three, they could reinforce walls. This is important so you don't have good guys tunneling into your dungeon. Unreinforced walls, they could just come through like it's wet pine. But that was the fun one. You'd set up the the one part of your wing without walls and you yes. just filled it with traps and you the just, heroes would just come in and die yes, you're just chan- you're <laughs> channeling good guys in to a natural yeah. uh, uh attack on your base so you can defend one specific area yeah and then the best part is of course always put the grim reaper right there yeah this game was really cool because of the grim, grim reaper uh you can see him i think right on the actually um what's the game out right now overlord uh, overlord is similar to this yeah thing. i mean think mm. about those types of games now, overlord was is a first person sort of rts I, it's like pikmin it plays exactly yeah, like pikmin. pikmin yeah uh i i see it as an evil pikmin yes yeah. this game it, it, is a isometric 3d engine you can right i'm uh, just swing trying the for, camera for around. people who have never yeah, played these yeah, old games yeah. i'm just trying to give them another example Indeed. I second that. Yes. Um, anything else about it? I, I really like the fact that I, the whole flipping genres around, I always yeah. enjoy. And uh, getting to, you know, get all the evil the, in, under your control. You, yeah. you're, you're, it's the secret lives well, of, vi- of villainous it, creatures. It, it really it's is. Not, and it's not like, oh, you're playing the bad guy this time. It's you're playing the overlord of just... Of darkness. Yeah. You're not, it's like a nine to five job. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah that's he is, that's he the, where the humor comes from. Like, well, I got to build the dungeon up. I, yeah. need to, I need to get these orcs actually training. God. Exactly. It, it's all the hilarious stuff. You literally have like an HR department. Uh, yeah. it, not really, but you do in terms of keeping them happy. Yeah. yeah, you have to recruit them. You have to keep them happy. Everyone has needs and wants. And yeah, different uh, villains you can recruit. Oh, you the Grim Reaper is the penultimate uh, bad guy. He's huge. You pretty what much is the have ultimate to... bad guy then? Him. Well, so dragon. he's the ultimate. He's, he's uh, the penultimate. One of the uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just proper yeah, use of language. I know. Here. I just know. real quick. I uh, gotcha. just looking through the uh, isn't there one that's looking like, through the enemies list of yeah. creatures that you can generate. That bird is back. A lot of them you have to build. Uh, you have to build like rooms, so treasure yes. room, torture rooms, training rooms. But then it gets to the point where your actual uh, one of your resources are the bodies of the dead heroes yes, who break definitely. in. So you have to like grab them, take them to like the morgue or uh, some other place to the cemetery. You have a cemetery, cemetery room. And then you have to convert them so you can turn them into skeletons yes. and tentacles and that sort of thing. Well, that's just good recycling. Yeah. There's awesome stuff. I can't remember if it was in Dungeon Keeper 1 or 2, but there's vampires uh, yeah. that Va- you can hire. Vampires uh, and And skeletons. it's awesome. They can actually feed off the dead heroes that you've killed. Yeah. Uh, but you have to actually have the graveyard yeah. to get them because you have to raise them out of some Exactly. Bodies. That bird is just dancing around. Just so, just a very original and uh, amusing, entertaining game. Yeah. So many of these games are hilarious, especially these theme hospital ones, because like you were saying, it takes a normal convention side, kind of flips it, flips it on its ear. Yeah. As I like to say, 
it does something uh, so different. There's lots of good dark comedy. You can hire uh, whip mistresses. Is mistresses, what, yeah. Mistresses. Uh, they're they're like six foot six, redheaded, tall women, clad in like head to toe in black leather, and they like being tortured. Like <laughs> to entertain them, their want is to be happy, and for them to be happy, you have to yeah, drop have them to into the torture them. room and like put them on the rack. Well, and then some of the other characters, you also had to give them imps to kill. Yeah, so you, you had, had to, to generate units to. You had just, to basically hire guys to feed to the blobs. What are the blobs called? I can't remember. I don't know blobs. Yeah, molds, something like that. <laughs> Slimes. Uh, just real quick, I want to take you guys back to a simpler time when a uh, bullet point for yeah. game features take, is take me back to Peter M- uh, Molyneux's bullet rotate points. your view. Zoom in, ah. zoom out, Ooh. rotate your world 360 mm. degrees, mm. shine your light source into the dark yes. corners. Wow. When you're the boss, there's no place for goodness to hide. Basically, they're saying, yes. we have a 3D engine. Yeah. In, in four bullet points. Uh, no, then it's unveil hidden levels, switch your perspective, so look down or swoop in, <laughs> and play out multiplayer. Probably the best feature of this entire game was right mouse click. Right mouse clip hit whatever you're focusing on with your hands. So you're slapping them. So if you... <laughs> yeah, you get the imps to yeah. work. Yeah, they yeah, just like, you're like the imps are going off. around. You see someone sitting down eating a sandwich or a chicken head and you slap them. That imp's like, oh! And then runs off and finishes the nearest task that needs to be completed. And again, something that your mistresses love. You can keep them happy by hitting them. <laughs> it promotes uh, marital violence. Wow. So the next game to talk about. Uh, this is kind of Are we topical. done? Multiplayer was hilarious in that game. How did, how did the multiplayer I, work? I never really played multiplayer. The multiplayer worked great. This is something I play with my brother extensively. Uh, we would essentially build two bases and then just try to crap the shit out of each other. So you would like send heroes at, at the other person? You would send your evil demons at their evil demons. So you're building uh, disparate bases to fight each other to become the one true overlord. Some of the missions you actually did have heroes who would come in and attack both or one or the other. Oh, okay. And it was kind of luck of the draw. I built my base up and fortified it best. So instead of coming to me, they're going to attack him. Okay. But multiplayer was great. This is one of the first uh, long-term multiplayer experiences I had with my brother where we'd play this an entire summer. Mm-hmm. Cool. I guess we're right. over that. Yeah. <laughs> Peter's bored. Moving on. Next up. Take well, seven. Do you have anything else you want to add? No. You want to make no. it? I, I, would, I would say before we move on that, um, like you, like I said, um, it was it Evil Genius? Evil Genius. Evil Genius yeah. is, the most, is, is, like is the most recent one like this. It's worth getting. It is. Oh, yeah. Um, In fact, I'm, a, I'm a failure because I haven't gotten it yet, and I really should have. I'm pretty sure you can get it on Steam on good old games. It yeah, popped it's on there GOG, recently. and it's on Steam. I yeah. can't remember if it's on Impulse 2. It no, might or might not be. Uh, Impulse got a bunch of old Interplay games, so I'm just going to say yes. Okay, let's go with yes. Uh, if you we're can wrong, also get it on Direct to Drive, which if, everyone's favorite web-based If we're wrong about service. it being on Impulse, go to GOG. Is it just me? What's wrong with Direct to Drive? Cause it's um, just, limited installs. No one likes it. Yeah. Not Next Steam. on the list, uh, Outlaws, a, a classic game, and I think it's somewhat topical because of Red Dead Redemption. So good. Um, this is kind of really the first linear old say, west game. Yeah, I mean, apart from uh, Sunset Riders, unlike oh, yeah. the Super uh, Sunset Nintendo. Riders, yeah, good call. <laughs> unlike Red Dead Redemption, this is a linear mission-based game. It's a linear mission-based game. It's based off the original Dark Forces engine, so it had great voice acting. Think Doom. It was colorful, which very much no so. first-person shooter was at the time. It was yeah. This is coming from a world of gray blobs, and now you yeah. have Soul up in the sun, the name of our sun. You have uh, it, you actually get 
Six shooters. I, uh, I just wanted to point rifles. out. Our planet is called Terra. Our moon is called Luna. And our sun is called Sol. Okay? Can we move on? Thank you. We already have. Yeah, we moved on a long time ago. <laughs> no, no, the internet has not. I don't really care what the internet does. Well, we're an internet show. We have to correct the internet. Oh, fuck, you're right. All right, so here are the people who are wrong in alphabetical order. <laughs> um, Twitter user handle. What handicom. I really liked about this game is uh, in, in previous first-person shooters at the time, you're just running in, you got all your guns, you just start gunning people down, left and right. Duke Nukem, Blood, Doom. Dark, even Dark Forces was like this. In this game, you had six shots in your gun, then you had to reload. You had, excuse me, two shots from the double barrel shotgun, and you had to stay crouched most of the time and hide behind objects and pop up and shoot people. This was a cover based game way before cover based. Before games there was cover, cool. you didn't stick to the wall. It was, yeah, you there was no sticking. You just had to crouch. I, I remember that because I was miserable at it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I actually like cover-based games where you actually have to control the character into cover and not press the cover button to have oh, it suck you to cover. And this is one of the first games that had a Windows-based launcher. Yeah, it was a Windows 95 game. That's awesome. I forgot about that. You open, you launch the game, which actually launches just a tiny window in the center of the screen that gives you the options to yeah. play, to change the settings, view the troubleshooting or the video this modes. This is one of the first games that I can really remember saying... Thinking about art style and art direction in games, it uh, was very. Uh, the art style was in the vein of all their Scum VM games, so it looked very. like it looked like uh, at the time the Dig and Full Throttle, which were the two big ones they had out. It, it fit into the visual throttle. style they were doing. Um, I don't really remember much about the plot, but there were really. I remember the boss. You just characters. had to hunt down bad guys. Yeah, I remember the uh, boss characters. Outlaws that were murdered really your wife and took your daughter. Yeah, but that's kind of a Western oh, plot. In Red Dead Redemption. Well, that's, that's that's basically yeah. wow. All Western. It's plot. an all. It's a it's a throwback to the old uh, West games. So wait, did the FBI take your wife and daughter or bad guys? <laughs> uh, this is before the Tea Party, so it was bad guys. Oh, okay. outlaws. Um, you know, big government's really hurting my way of life. Uh, I I do want to say bonus points in the manual. It says return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear, which never happened. No, but it says yesteryear right here in the manual. So that it was oh, made for Oh, then it did us. happen. I apologize. Yeah. Yesteryear. It says yesteryear. And this topic is called yesteryearing. My Bonus favorite points. part about the manual is it shows you all the guns that you have. Yeah. And it uses the pixel art for Why it. are these pages So they're sticky. these weird. I don't um, know. It's your game, dude. I also <laughs> like that the manual does have the little description of all the outlaws you're hunting down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, it, yeah. It talks about them and has a little picture of them in, in the art style of the game. Yeah, and... For the time, this game had a really good soundtrack. It used it used the Muse system that they had developed for Tie Fighter and for uh, X Wing to change the music based on which the situation. Which is such a great in. thing, definitely. But it had the good old and in, in, uh, Morricone. Oh yeah, I think yeah. So. It had that style where with the whistling and the the twangy guitar mm-hmm. and the, beware danger rattling uh, uh, the thing. And all the weapons were the old time weapons. You got your six shooter, your uh, revol- uh, lever uh, revolver. You're so far away from action. the mic. Repeating, you're repeating Mike. rifle. Repeating rifle. You're very far away from the mic. My bad. Thank you. I apologize, Internet Land. Dynamite, Dick Clifton. You had the Gatling guns. Yeah. Toss dynamite. That, the Gatling you know, gun that actually was the BFG is something of this game. that's really gotten to me in about about a lot of histor- uh, games that are set in historical eras is that they get so frustrated with the fact that there is limited kinds of weaponry, and a lot oh, yeah. of them are like, "Okay, well, we'll do stuff that's no not used at all," and or or and they like make them incredibly plentiful. So and such. if you want to play a game like Outlaws today, play uh, Call of War as Bound in Blood, 
Yeah. The game, the six shooters, you actually have to spend time reloading in cover. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the repeater rifles, some of them are the type where you had to pump and then pull back the lever, pump, uh, pump back the hammer and shoot. The other ones are the ones where you just cock it and you I can love shoot. Pumping. Um, it's the it's just like Outlaws, where it takes the actual weapons from the air and uses them. Uh, Outlaws didn't have the part uh, that most Western games these days seem to have, specifically with it involving the Civil War at some in some way. Uh, Colorado actually has you starting out fighting as a Confederate, mm-hmm. and then God, being, I hate that game. Then being betrayed and having to then fight the Confederates and the Union, and to go on the run. That's stupid. Did he get someone from Nazi Germany to go back in time, give him an atomic bomb to blow up the White House? Because that would be perfect. No, that's Enterprise. <laughs> Beware, dead or alive, rattlesnake dick farmer, former rancher in love. Rattlesnake man. dick farmer? Yep. <laughs> that's uh, why I guess I the girls come back. Yeah. <laughs> rattlesnake Sweet. dick farmer. Where, where, where does milk come into this? <laughs> and sewing. Yay. I, I love uh, the description. Former rancher and lawman who abused his office by getting paid by ranchers to turn his head when questionable actions were taken. Also, uh, all that dick farming he did. <laughs> <laughs> like, that can't I, be legal. I love the questionable actions he took, cutting fence lines and killing sheep. Dick farming as well. Yeah. <laughs> well I, dick farming wasn't uh, unheard of back to, to, oh, get, okay. to get back to the thing I was talking about, the, about realism in, in historical setting games. Yes. I, there's still so many of them, if, they're, if they make a game that's going to be set in the past, they're like, well, shit, people are going to get tired of we have being to have a limited by, by this six-shot revolver oh, that you yeah. have to sit there and reload. Or having a repeating rifle, which I hate to tell you this, guys, but Probably most of those, inaccurate. after you shot through the uh, shot through the, uh, the through all the all the rounds you had loaded, would take a while to reload. Oh yeah. yes, no, yeah, you just pop in another yeah, clip. Fill in the tube. Just pop in a clip. Yeah, I mean, you have to fill the tube and, and such. I mean, and so I, I really liked um, games that, especially because at the time for Outlaws, the fact that they actually made that that realistic kind of step about the weapon stuff. First person shooters, the only reloading was just the animation that Duke Nukem's pistol would yeah. make. Yeah. <laughs> 3D. Yeah. But by the way, wasn't it completely normal in real life to carry around five pistols with hundreds of ammunition uh, on each one, uh, six different shotguns, three rifles? Yeah, that's Complete- called a Tuesday for yeah. me. Gadling gun. Gatling so, gun so and larva. I, I just love that about this game is that, that, that it, there is more of that. We're going to be true to the setting, and we're yeah. going to we're and, and, and in that way, it kind of makes it more of a cinematic game. Yeah, it, the comic book style that it went for, uh, yeah, really true. added to that, where it was had its own visual style, but it had all the elements well, from kinda, the old movies. It had a, a look that looked like context. most of the other Lucas Arts yeah. video games. Dig, uh, yeah, the very Dig. specifically I this love movie. That, 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 we that should do an adventure. Dig game should time. be a movie. Uh, it's a good one. That would actually that make a good movie. Why didn't yeah. you bring that up? Because yeah, you exactly. weren't talking about it then. Full throttle. Full, Full throttle, throttle would, would not. All of them uh, would. Yeah. I mean, Monkey Island would make a great movie. Uh, it, uh, it actually made a pretty bad Pirates of the Caribbean film. That's what I was about <laughs> to say something about Johnny Depp. Yeah. All right. I curse you. So, yeah, uh, Outlaws, it, it, was a, it was a great game. It was. I mean, and another one, another one of those games from I, I think the heyday of, of LucasArts. Now I'm trying to remember. Did this come yes. with a uh, a login, ten day guide, or something to Total Entertainment Network? No, no, the no. This one just had their component? really bad TCP IP stuff. Did it? I couldn't remember yeah. if LucasArts was one of the 10 no. Or LucasArts didn't do components. that. 
oh man, I love the uh, the separate little uh, installation installation guide. guide just for how to use the joystick and the two button 1980s style mouse. Oh God, did you ever try to use a? Jo- I I remember my dad used the joystick for Dark Forces. How? Why it. would anyone use a joystick for this? Because John Romero had that joystick with the little knob that you could twist. Oh uh, yeah, remember that when you the want to frag nipple? like a pro? Yeah. That was like the most frustrating thing watching my dad play through Dark Forces with that. Man, I love this. Playing LucasArts games on the internet insert. Tips for LucasArts games on the internet. Useful utilities. Ping. This is a DOS command line program that allows you to measure latency. Oh man, I am so sorry. So, oh, I'm man. so tired man, now. Man, man, this, this is really thrilling podcast material. I'm riveted. Glossary of related terms. IP. Hey, how's it going, Nick? It's going great. <laughs> yeah? Well, it was. It was, yeah. Andrew started reading. You mean like you do? Uh, no, I speak the truth. <laughs> so reading is not the <laughs> he truth. He speaks truth to power. <laughs> That's yeah. true. The, the 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 line from from Africa by Toto. <laughs> try it. <laughs> try it now. Hear the dogs crowd in the night. Say grow restless. Oh, longing for some solitary. I will always love you. <laughs> Keep going. That was beautiful. No. Yes. Gonna take a lot to drive me away from you. Away from you. There's nothing that a hundred men or more can Could ever do. Can I just add on like ever do? I bless the rain down in Africa. I bless the rain. That got rid of our... Take off your pants. Please.